I didn't know. I wouldn't know. There's no way for us to tell if Kwanzaa's <laughs> happening or not in Utah. What's a traditional Kwanzaa gift? Yeah, what is a traditional Kwanzaa gift? Um, Do not hurt us. Usually as shitty as the Hanukkah gifts are. So like, so like a cardboard box? Something like that. I mean, we stopped, my family stopped doing Kwanzaa because we figured, you know, all the Kwanzaa gifts are coming out of the Christmas poll anyway. And they always kind of sucked. No one liked them. But so as, as like a child, did you celebrate Kwanzaa? Yeah, my, my parents were into all that Afrocentric shit and then they stopped just out of the blue. They stopped. Now do they just play like a, a Beyonce track over Christmas dinner? No, I mean, we still had like a traditional Christmas, but they would light the lights and they try to teach us all the different days. And I don't think any of it stuck because I don't remember any of it. I mean, I think it's good to be aware of your heritage, but, you know, just empirically, uh, Christmas is the best holiday. Kwanzaa is not really our heritage. Kwanzaa was made by some criminal who uh, <laughs> decided right. to make it a black holiday. And that's part of the reason we stopped celebrating it. <laughs> who invented Kwanzaa? I don't even know. Uh, I don't remember his name. I, I know he was like some black revolutionary, but as more facts came out, he was just kind of a scumbag and he invented this holiday. So, you know, my parents kind of wised up to it and they were like, you know what, we're not going to do this one anymore. Is there a is there a mythical figure associated with Kwanzaa? Like uh, Christmas has Santa oh, and Hanukkah has... Um... I'm recording this because then I would have to get my facts straight. Kwanzaa bot. <laughs> yeah, we, won't, we won't use any of this. I was going to say that, man. <laughs> Kwanzaa bot. Kwanzaa bot. Okay, now we are using this. I no, think the liquor store is open think, tomorrow. Yes. Hey, Lucio. <laughs> what? My my car randomly reappeared in a GTA. It was one That's fucking good. broken game. Yes, it is. Yep, it's right here. And nope, disappeared again. Ah, uh, no, there it is, just sitting in the middle of the street for no reason. Yeah, it doesn't. All right, let's see. That's two minutes. Oh, no, that's not it. So does it does just destroy it or it appears in your garage? It's probably two usable it's minutes. It's so weird. Anyway, I think I think the Kwanzaa thing is, I think it's supposed to be these, uh, these different spirits. It's supposed to be, like, each day is supposed to be a different thing about African heritage or something. I'm not sure that it's a spirit per se. I don't, I, I don't know. It's been so here's, long since. Here's a holiday quiz for you. Uh, yeah. Krampus. Does Krampus come on Christmas? Does anybody Isn't know? I think mean, didn't Krampus come to like the bad girl house and he ki- or bad girl plays and kidnaps him? <laughs> Krampus only comes to the bad girls. I mean, he's a ho- he's a holiday devil. That's my kind of Krampus. A horned anthropomorphic figure, according to traditional narratives around the figure, Krampus punishes children during the Christmas season who had misbehaved. In contrast with Saint Nicholas, who rewards well-behaved ones with gifts. Regions. What? He's Austrian, of course. You're, you're misreading it. It was mistranslated. It's actually a horny mythological figure, according to Doug, Trish. who goes to bad girls' houses. He just finds the bad girls. Krampus. He does. And he gives them gifts. God, Sexual every... gifts. What's really crazy is if you look up Krampus, there's not a single, like, uh, portrayal of him that is not terrifying. Like, <laughs> Krampus is badass. It's remarkable, because even if you look up, like, Jason Voorhees, there's one, like, goofy picture, but... The Krampus. There's one sexy picture too. Every yeah, where, every where picture of Krampus is a Krampus. gem. Like I want to see the rule sixty-three of Krampus. The rule six. You mean thirty-four? No, sixty-three. Sixty-three is the gender swap. Oh, I don't even. I think uh, there are some sexy Jasons out there. Let I don't even you. know that Krampus yeah. has a, a gender. I think he's just 
Krampus. Krampus probably wears the seven sword dildo thing. God, but seriously, guys. <laughs> people. Seriously, like every picture of Krampus is really scary, except for this one. But this is just a girl in a bikini standing in front of a bike. Then this hmm. is a picture of Krampus. Yeah, it's actually not a picture of Krampus. All right, well, anyway, this is the Enemy Slime Podcast. This is episode number 59. I think it's 59. That sounds right. Was that what we were doing? I am your host, Krampus. And I have with me uh, Mr. Michael Mahoney. Hello. I have with me a mysterious beep. There it is. <laughs> we also have Mr. Doug Wilson. Hey, hey. Lord Lucio Lorenzino. Hello. And our dear friend and resident Kwanzaa expert, Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Hello. So uh, let's begin the Krampus cast by... Saying first of all that this is our this is our dedicated holiday uh, cast. And I thought the last was the dedicated holiday. Cast. No, last one. Are you doing a do-over? We stayed we stayed pretty on topic last time. I know that you wouldn't believe that given how much you talked about glory holes, um, <laughs> but we actually we stayed relatively on topic. This podcast, if you haven't already guessed, is one hundred percent off topic. Uh, I don't have any notes written in front of me. No news stories to talk about. Uh, we may talk about whatever it is we wish. Uh, that that one's kind of charming. And GTA Online still isn't fixed. Oh, that is a nice picture of Krampus. Michael just linked to a picture of Krampus sharing an orange. That's probably filled with poison. I think he's I, probably taking the orange from the yeah, girl. Yeah. So he doesn't want to get orange, orange in his Krampus. mouth when he eats her. He still found a way to punish her. You know, he's not going to hurt her or do anything like that. But he is going to eat that orange. That's he's teaching her how to use a glory hole. <laughs> it's German in the middle of winter. You know how hard it is to get an orange? Fucking asshole. Kind of a dick move. Don't you live in Florida, though? Well, that, he lives in Germany. Or these, guys, these guys are in Austria, man. Yeah. yeah but you know what they have? Florida, you know what they have? I, have uh, you know what I mean, they, I, I get oranges from Brazil. I didn't which know. is where you get them from. I didn't know there was such an orange crisis. <laughs> there is an orange crisis. It's not the season. You know what you know what Germany does have plenty of that they are in in no short supply of Nazi sympathizers that and Marth amiibos <laughs> most, uh, most, most people white whale. most people on the amiibo subreddit are importing Marth we fit trainer and villager amiibos because they are not region locked and uh and they're importing them from Amazon.de, and I, I think I think sixty bucks will net you all three, which which isn't terrible. So I thought about it. Did you? I considered it, but I spent that sixty dollars on Dragon Age instead. I think uh, I'm not sure you made the right choice. I, I sometimes wonder too. Um, I can see where you guys are coming from when you talk about Dragon Age, and you're not able to tell me whether it's good or bad. Right. Um, I totally get it. After spending like I, I'm probably about six hours into the game, and and I get it. I get where you're coming from. See, a- after you chastised us. Well, on that note, I know exactly where everyone's coming from for Destiny when they told me not to get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was actually a pretty easy call. <laughs> How? Um, let me. Let me ask about about dragon age really quick and then and then i do want to talk about destiny um so so dragon age did you get it too doug or did you hold I, off i finally got it what how far are you 
Um, I'm probably I haven't really left the hinterlands except for the couple of like side zones, but I probably played twelve hours. Holy shit! I've played six and I haven't left the hinterlands. I thought I was getting close. You, you can do it in like half an hour if you want to. Mm-hmm. What? How do you? How do you? Yeah, figure? Don't, don't get caught in all the bullshit. Just just do the main mission. Get the hell out. Oh. Have a little bit more fun. Oh, I see. The hinterlands is like the worst area of the fucking game too. Well, so I went to I went to uh, Ver. Do Raimi or whatever Val it's called. Royal. Val Royal. <laughs> yeah, Val Royal. Battle Royal. I went there and um and that guy came up and punched the nun and um See that part was good. And then I liked that. And then I got a quest. Like someone shot an arrow at me and it became a quest. Uh, but like but after Jenny. after I explored the first two markers, I couldn't find the third. You need to go to the second floor using the fast travel because Bioware couldn't be bothered to implement stairs. Yeah. Why, why couldn't they put the quest marker on the door to the second floor? Hey, hey, hey. Did because that would, that would make be... Mass Effect? I guess I didn't. Well, there you go. So maybe you shouldn't question him because they're geniuses. Well, I just left. I just figured I probably <laughs> couldn't get to that place yet. Just well, she's an annoying really... character, so you didn't really... Yeah, she's the, she's the most annoying character in the fucking game, so I don't... Is it a, is it a character that like you recruit? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I need to go back and actually do it. Eh. Is that Sarah? Yeah. I was I was completely over her within the first like five sentences of dialogue she said, and I was like, okay, yep, you're never ever going to be in my party. Is she the I second? Stole the breaches. Is she the second rogue? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm so I'm so random. She feels like one of those random. Like if you if you do her like loyalty mission. She has to go into the roof. But she's so random. So I would actually probably use her um, just because uh, if she's a rogue, is she a dagger spec by default? Well, she's an archer, isn't she? Yeah. Because this is something that kind of bugs me. Is like they give you Varric and all these other characters, but they've already got their base skills. And so I feel guilty. Like I want I want a knife rogue. I don't want a, a, an archer rogue. And... Uh, Varric's already, already got all these archer skills, so I'm not going to waste those. I'm going to go ahead and just keep building out that tree. But that's not the character that I want. It doesn't really matter. I don't know. Yeah, the game is so easy anyway. Like, I was a knife rogue, so for me it was like, whatever. See, I, I, I picked a mage because I find that that's always the most interesting thing to be in Dragon Age. Because, um, like, the rogues have nothing to do with anything. But the mages are like in the middle of this huge crisis, and it's fun to watch people like treat you like shit. Or sometimes you get a lot of perks, like you can recruit people easier and stuff like that. Like I already recruited some lady to my to my cause by by telling her I was a mage. She's like, "Oh yeah, I like." It ma- does a nice job. I like magic. Those kind of things into the story. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's a nice touch. So I played a rogue in Dragon Age Two. Um, but everywhere else, I've I've been a mage for Origins and Awakening, and um, I was a I was a Kunari, and everybody. I mean, I don't know. It was an interesting experience because everybody was like, "The fucking Kunari, why, why the fuck are you like the hero of Andraste? <laughs> Do you even believe in Andraste?" <laughs> but so, um, so how twelve hours? Is that what you said? I I have no idea. I, I played a lot. I think you could cap 20 in the hinterlands if you wanted to. What do you think, Doug? Are you having fun? Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> See, it's a hard question. It really is. Like, 
when I'm doing the bullshit quests, I'm not having any fun. But I don't know. I keep, I want to keep playing, so they, I don't they really could know have, what to say. They could have done more. So let me make kind of a comparison here. Sui Coden. Does anybody here played Sui Coden? Any of them? Yeah. Sui Coden. Sui Sui Kodudbe. That game. Even that's better. Um. So after playing Sui Coden, uh, you start out with this castle and it's all empty. And as you recruit people, the castle gets more and more full and, and as a result, more and more bustling. And you really get a sense of like growing it. And you kind of do that in the hinterlands where like you go and things are just in a sorry shape. And so you, you know, you're clearing out the bad guys and you're getting all this equipment for the survivors and like feeding them and doing all this stuff. But there's no real like visual indication that any of that's happening. And mm. I, I feel like they're, I feel like they could have won me over a lot harder if, like, after doing the quest to get all the survivors' blankets, if I actually saw survivors wearing blankets. There's a tiny bit of that, I, I noticed. Very, very tiny. Have you? Because there was a quest to, like, mark out these places for watchtowers. Those two then, show up. And then after, yeah, they show that. So it kind of happens, but not Ironically, that is actually more evident in other areas. The hindrance is probably the worst for it. Mm. If building things up like that gets your motor running, then yeah, later in the game you'll you'll get a lot of that. Yeah, yep. it's just uh, it, it was just a little polish thing. Like I, I would have rather had the hinterlands be like, <laughs> like a, half the when, size. Remember a few weeks ago when we were having a conversation? I was telling you about the bioware laziness, and you were like, "Oh, well, that doesn't matter." That's what I was talking about. It's like the yeah, little seriously. things that just keep adding up and up and up. You know, it's like yeah, your companions disappearing when you got in a horse is not a big deal, but like. When you start like adding it up to everything else, it's becoming it becomes annoying. Yeah. See, I feel very fairly vindicated about this because both Lucio and I were saying like, well, you know, we like it, but there's this and this, and everybody was like, shut up, you're just a bunch of babies. We don't want to hear Everybody was like, this. shut up, you're a bunch of babies. That was Jared and Jared alone. <laughs> no, you you are right. I, I I'll totally I'll totally admit that I, I called you out for not being able to say whether or not you liked it, and as of this moment, I don't really know that I could say like I want to play more of it. <laughs> um, but I don't really have a compelling reason why the the game has actually aggravated me more than it has amused me. But I maybe it's something about the way it like taps into the completionist in me. Um, oh, I'm sorry, you're gonna be there forever. I'm really bothered by the fact that I only have five of six camps established. And what is that? Is someone defusing a bomb? Yes. Sure, online. Oh, that figures. Anyway, but um. I'm gonna say though, I did finish the game, and the story was good. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I'm not going to say it was bad. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, you know, I did finish it and I like the story. I don't think I'll ever touch it again. You think that that's that? Yeah, I don't think I'll ever like bother. I don't even if it's, there's DLC, I doubt I'll get it. I doubt I'll play it with other characters to see what it's like. I think. I mean, I've only, I've only played one Bioware game twice anyway, and that was Mass Effect 2. And it was mm. it was less because I couldn't wait to play it again and more because um, I lost a character in the suicide mission and, and wasn't satisfied with it. So I went back and played the whole game again with all the DLC, which actually improves that game quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I hear Mass Effect 3 has a similar... Uh, thing where if you actually play it with all the DLC, it's a lot better. But I don't, yeah, it is. I don't care enough to dig out the 360 and do it. I think with Inquisition, I'll probably go back and play it again at some point and be 
because I think there's probably enough there that there will be a lot of nice surprises if I play a totally different character. But I, I've set it down. I'm not going to pick it up for a while. Whereas, like with Origins, I've once the credits were done rolling, I rolled a new character. Yeah, exactly. I, I did watch the Iron Bull gay sex scene online. <laughs> And I have to, I don't know if you guys watched that on YouTube, but it's, no. no, I actually Roma's the Iron Bull, remember? Well, yeah, but but with if you Jay. do if you do it with a woman, it's nowhere nearly as good as if you do it with a man. Oh, well, um, just like real life. Just like real life. <laughs> I I very much approved of of that scene, and I would recommend that anybody uh, go watch that. So yeah, all right. I like that the 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 room was destroyed after he finished. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, the, the room is like completely destroyed after that scene. So uh, let's let's chat about Destiny, Jay. Okay. How are you? How are you finding it? How far are you? Where are you? I mean, I, I rewrote a couple of times, so I'm not very far. Did you get to the moon? Yeah, I got to the moon. Okay, because that's where I got when I decided I was done. Are there wizards on <laughs> that's it? Not, that's not very far. Uh, there, I think the wizards all came from the moon, so I don't know if there's any left on it. Um, no, there's, there's a boss that you run into on like the second or third story mission on the moon. He's like in this giant, really tall building and like the doors open and just this flood of guys come out at you. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, you say it's the second or third, but I feel like that's the first mission I did. Oh, maybe it is. I, I didn't like it. Um, it was, it was, (laughs) It was where I finally realized, like, all bosses are going to be like this, and I don't like that. And uh, <laughs> and when I say be like this, what I mean is bosses in Destiny are, um, they're bullet sponges. Like, that's all they are. Oh, yeah. They're just bullet yeah. sponges. Well, and everything they, in Destiny is a bullet sponge. And they all have recharging shields. And so, like, not only are they bullet sponges, but, like, the slightest mistake can undo a ton of work that you've done. Oh, yeah. And, uh... I was maybe with like two or three people that balances out, but to solo that is just miserable. Like it's so boring. I've made a point of this the other day. So we have, um, destiny and we have GTA online and, um, you know, the grind in those games is just kind of ridiculous. Like I really expect you to dedicate a lot of time to grinding up to the higher levels in these games. And I was thinking, cause you know, back in the day, no one would touch a Korean MMO. And no one would touch a Japanese MMO uh, if you were, like, from the West. You wouldn't touch those games. And, you know, a few of them had, like, their had their kind of uh, dedicated player bases. So Final Fantasy XI had its, and Lineage Two had their little dedicated player bases. But there was no mass appeal to that. No one wanted to just spend their life doing that shit. And then we get uh, World of Warcraft, and World of Warcraft changes the formula. And everyone's like, oh, I actually want to play this now because... Grinding is not a pain in the ass. I can level up pretty easily. I can do. I can see content on my own. I don't need a full party. So a Western developer comes out and they release this game and it changes the formula for all MMOs. And then all the Japanese and Korean developers start making themselves more like um, World of Warcraft. So I don't understand why the fuck all these Western developers want to go back to the old style that everyone hated in the first place and didn't touch. Sure, cards. I wonder What's what that? I wonder what Ragnarok Online is like today. I mean, I, yeah, I, I guess I don't. That that strikes me like it just kind of has its the people that are going to play it, and uh, that's what? kind of it. I I feel like I tried the new Ragnarok a little bit ago, uh, 
finally found my replacement car. I think. I think I I think I never played it past like a like a trial or anything, but um, I quit the first day. It's interesting, just kind of what you're talking about. Where I mean, it, Destiny steals a lot of mechanics from WoW. I shouldn't say steals, but it uses a lot of mechanics from WoW. But uh, I don't know, like. Yes, you're doing a quest, but every quest is identical. And I'm not saying WoW has a lot of variety in its questing. It has more than Destiny. It certainly feels like it has more than Destiny. And and, and, and WoW, I feel like uh, they push themselves a lot more to come up with shit people actually want to play. Also, loot in Destiny is really, really boring. Um, WoW is... I, I don't know about how it is right now, but... You know, within the second zone in World of Warcraft, it's dungeons, like it's high level dungeons and raids and not raids, but, you know, the high level instances, they spit out like blue items at you. And that's something that you get excited about. Right. I don't think I've seen, I, I think in my entire time playing Destiny, I didn't see a blue item. Um, I got, yeah, I got some green items, I think. No blues. Yeah, I have, I have some greens, no blues yet. It's just so slow at metering this stuff out. And, like, there's all these interesting weapon customizations that you can do, but they're all attached to, like, legendary, unique weapons that you don't even get until you've hit the max level. <laughs> That's, uh... I don't want to play that long to get, like, a cool gun. I want a cool gun now. Yeah, no, I can understand that feeling. I guess, I don't know, it's, 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 so, it's so weird... It's like a really weird approach, like because I can I can say with GTA Online doing the same thing now. It's like just just grinding the shit out, grinding it out, and uh, God, it's just such a you know. It feels like since World of Warcraft came out that there's really no excuse to go back to this thing. But I think what upsets me even more about Destiny than kind of the grind and how everyone is a bullet sponge because look, back in the day we had um, Fantasy Star Online, right? Mm-hmm. And Fantasy Star Online. Um, it arguably had a grind and it arguably only had so much variety, but you know, it had these random generators. So the level was never the same thing twice, right? And destiny is the same thing twice. Um, so you had the, you had these random generators and the bosses in, in fantasy star were like really good. Um, they were like worth fighting. They were worth, uh, kind of doing over and over again. And destiny, um, man, it's just, it's just not, it's just like the same thing over and over. You're how how's your skill tree? Have you made a choice yet? No, I'm not high enough to make a choice yet. Do you ever like? When do you get to make a choice? <laughs> no, for for real. That's no, a, I believe you. That's just, a huge that problem. That's a huge problem for me in an RPG. Like, I want choices right off the bat. I want a path. You know, two paths to go down. Um, at the very least, like I don't really like the skill trees in Dragon Age, but they're at least giving me what I want. Where. I can carve out this character, you know, the way that I, I want it to come out. Um, but again, I don't I don't like that I have starting spells and stuff like that because it already sets me off on like a path where, well, you've got one point in the lightning trees, but, uh, you know, I guess you could throw that away and do something else. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I oh God. Don't worry too much about it, Jerry. Yeah, yeah I won't. <laughs> But yeah, Destiny's Destiny's trees are just awful, and they they just unlock in a certain order. Why why even make me go in and click the button to unlock it? Like why don't why don't you just automatically pop up on the screen and be like, "Good news, you learned your first spell." And it's kind of I think I think my my biggest problem with it though is um you know I my 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 problem with these types of games in general is if you play a game and it punishes you. We're choosing a certain class, right? 
because World of Warcraft, you can go in and you can jump into basically any class, and for the most part, they're all pretty interesting and they're all pretty useful. Like, you get in and, uh, you know, raid groups, especially as the game has gone on, they've gotten more and more aware, okay, we need a reason to use every class, at least one of every class, so everyone can play this game. Um, and in Destiny, this was my problem with the Secret World, right? Because the Secret World, you could pick a DPS class, but then the game would punish you for not having healing skills, and it would punish you for not having tanking skills. And I'm like, you know, um, I, I, I guess that's cool, but you need damage dealers as well. So I'm playing Destiny, and it feels like Destiny punishes you for not wanting a DPS class. It's like, this is a first-person shooter first. Uh, fuck you and your warlock. You know, you need to be able to shoot shit and damage shit down. And, um, and it's just really strange, because I, I've never, even with the Korean ones and the Japanese ones, I've never played a single MMO where it was that hard to play one class right out the gate. It's like everyone starts out on level. Everyone starts out as the same thing. And then the differences start to show as you level up. Um, and I just like don't understand why they went with that design choice. It's just like completely... So not only does it punish you for choosing a specific class, but you don't find out about it until you have some time invested on it? That sounds fucking delightful. Well, you, you, you do find out right out the gate how bad it is because I, I started Warlock, and then I played a hunter, and it was like just fucking night and day. I was like, you know, why wouldn't anyone subject to themselves to a warlock on purpose? That's just insane. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what I picked was the warlock, and I'm I'm not unhappy with it, but I don't I yeah I don't I don't want I don't like. <laughs> I, I, just I don't know how to describe it. Like, I really don't like Destiny. It makes me mad. I guess I don't know. I guess I guess I want to know. Um, what? What you play Warlocks? What's 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 the threshold for getting good? Getting to be fun to play? I I don't know. I don't know how you. I don't know what the game like. How it how it be fun? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. I'll. <laughs> We'll we'll have to play together because okay. I feel like that could solve a lot of my issues with the game. Um, but it just boggles my mind that Bungie couldn't come up with a way to do matchmaking, like for for to find a co op party or something. Like you just you either have friends or fuck you. That's pretty yeah, exactly. much destiny. It's like, it's like fucking insane to me. It's fucking insane that they put that way. And I, you know, every time you jump into a stage, yes, there are other players there, but they're off doing their own thing with their own friends. Like, those are my exact words. Those are my exact words. Rolling the roll, Warlock. I was like, oh, yeah, it's this hard to play because everyone has friends right away in these things, right? It's it's just, I, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand the design decisions behind that game. I really don't. It really boggles my mind. So, like... And I'm sure you've probably had this encounter because I've had every. I think it's just maybe like the destiny experience. But there's this moment where you'll be wandering around doing the quest that you're supposed to be doing, and you'll see another player like right in your near vicinity, and uh, you know maybe they'll like shoot a monster that that was killing you or something like that, and then they'll stand there for a second. You'll look at them, and like you get kind of excited. You're like, oh boy a friend to help me and like you can't you can't communicate with them in any way whatsoever but you're like yeah maybe this person will stick around and and we'll go run through and nothing that's never what happens ever like they they immediately kill whatever they killed and then they hop on a bike and they're just gone like I've, i've never i've never had like a journey moment where another person showed up and we 
traveled together for like 15 minutes without talking to each other. I mean, <laughs> fuck, dude, that happened to me on WoW, where I'd run into like a horde guy and we couldn't talk to each other, but we would like make it through a dungeon somehow just using yeah. emotes, you know, like yeah. that never it's happens not, in Destiny. It, it never happened in Destiny. I remember in PSO, getting the party was like the easiest thing in the world. You would just jump into a game and all of you would just go at it and blow shit up and kill each other. And I don't, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I think I think in every MMO I played, but Destiny, it's because Destiny sets itself up so much like a first-person shooter. But it's not a first-person shooter, and it doesn't even feel as good as a first-person shooter. I wonder, <laughs> how much do you think chat would fix it? Like, if you just had a keyboard chat in every zone, and you could talk to all the people in that zone. I see, I don't know, because, because you know, PSO was in the days before everyone could do mics and all that shit, and we still did it anyway. Yeah. So Yeah, it, that's true. It's like, it's just, it's just weird to me. I don't know. I, it's, it's disappointing to say the least. Um, if you want to keep going down the disappointing train, I also got into the Halo 5 Guardians uh, beta. Oh and uh, you got to play some too, right, Doug? Yeah, I played probably four or five matches. What are your thoughts on it? I guess my first question is, I mean, you've played a lot of Halo. I've played yeah. a lot of Halo. Did they ruin Halo? <laughs> Honestly, I think they ruined it. I, I so, it still feels kind of Halo-y to me. Um, I don't really play any other first-person shooters, so I can't really tell how much they maybe borrowed or or stole from other ones. But I didn't think it was necessarily bad. Here's here's how I can tell I'm playing Halo. Um, someone shoots at me and hits me like four or five times, and I run around a corner and I'm not dead. That's how you can tell you're playing Halo. Because Battlefield, Call of Duty, Titanfall, all those games are tap, 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 you're dead. See, I felt like I I think it was still Halo then in, in that regard because there are quite a few times. Like sometimes I would die pretty quick, but there are a number of times where I could actually um, hide behind a wall for a second and then be, be good to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, there's there's a lot of that. And that, that I think is where a lot of the Halo spirit kind of kicks in for me is uh, it, it feels like I have a chance. Like, in Call of Duty, if you see somebody before they see you, they're dead for all intents and purposes. And Halo's not really like that. It's totally plausible that someone could start shooting you from behind in Halo and you could turn around and make a comeback and actually win. And I think I think that spirit is still there. Um, but obviously they've implemented a lot of Call of Duty-esque things. So you can sprint now. That's a that's a first big change uh, mm. to Halo. You you can actually sprint. And that sprint can also turn into a like tactical slide by clicking in the crouch button. Um, or it can turn into kind of a cool melee charge um, by pressing the, the melee button. And the coolest thing that actually I, I found is the ground pound. How do you do it? What What it's, do you hit? You hit you uh, when you're up at high enough. You hit the right bu- the you click in the right joystick, and then it kind of like you use a jetpack for a second, and you have a little reticle on the floor, and then you just let go, and then you'll slam into the ground. And if you can actually manage to kill someone with it, you feel so badass. And I actually was able to pull it off once, <laughs> and it was pretty damn. Cool. So is that how you jetpack too? Is clicking in the right stick while you jump? Uh, kinda. I don't. It never really tells you, so I wasn't super clear on what I was doing. I don't think you can really jetpack unless you're doing the ground pound. It's not really a jetpack. It's kind of like you hover for a second while you try and find where you're going to hit the ground. 
I see. Yeah, I haven't even attempted that move yet because I actually didn't know that was the button for it. Um, I played maybe four or five matches and got my ass handed to me like the first two or three. Um, the last match I got pretty lucky and came out first on my team, but we still lost. It wasn't very good. Um, and then it just couldn't find matches anymore. I was, I was having a pretty good time and, uh, it just stopped being able to find matches. I'd push the button and, uh, it would just sit there for five or six minutes and then it would kick me out and I'd go back in same deal. It would find players. Like I'd be sitting there reading players names and uh, it would just boot me out after a few minutes. Yeah, it ha- like that happened as I was sort of stopping. I'd get like a match, and then I would sit there waiting for my next one, and it get booted out. And when you get booted out, it reloads everything. And I was obviously stuck in this loop with some of the same players because I would join a game, and I would recognize the names of like two or three of the people who were joined in with me. So like this guy named like Jeff loves milk or something. I saw him like four times. Yeah, I think it. I don't think it drops any players after you play a match with them unless they leave. Right, so right. You just keep getting stuck with the same ones. But yeah, so I finished a match. It's like let's start your next one, and then it didn't, and then I kept going back in to start a match, and it just wouldn't do it. So I finally just gave up and figured that it didn't want me to play Halo that night. <laughs> and I, you play your allowed, allowed amount of Halo. Yeah, that's. I probably. I mean, I mean, guess if they if they kind of switch up what's what's playable during the beta, I might play some more but i unless this is the all the beta is is just slayer and the one loadout that i have i'm not gonna play it again they're they're gonna do objective based stuff in the last week i think they said also the fun stuff yeah so i i don't know when the other stuff is gonna kick in but yeah the objective based stuff should should show up at the end um i don't know i think it i think it still feels like halo uh it definitely feels similar to the Master Chief Collection, because I can't get into a multiplayer match. <laughs> All credit to 343 Industries. Um, and you got to give Bungie some props, because at least when I see a stranger who won't help me, like, I'm actually I'm actually seeing a stranger who won't help me, and we're connected on the internet together. That's so pretty cool. are you saying Game of the Year or Game of the Decade? Uh, it's too early to tell. But right, in the century, it it definitely is doing things that I think Halo needs. Um, I, I feel like the increased mobility and that kind of stuff is going to help it a lot. Uh, at the same time, though, I mean, did Halo really need to change to to stay a bestseller? Probably not. I don't know. You just said it needed to make those changes. So it yeah. needed it. It needed it for me. It's really hard to go into Halo. And you could have coasted for a hey. for a, a good long time. Hey, Lucio, mute your uh, control for it. Huh? Mute your controller speaker. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. As a matter of fact, maybe mute the controller somehow. Oh, can you hear the rumbling too? I can hear the clicks, the like analog or button clicks, if that's what you're well, doing. You're gonna maybe you'll not that be one. playing games during our podcast. I guess that uh, would be a crazy thing too. <laughs> <laughs> but the podcast is about games. That's true. Uh, do you guys want to tell us about Grand Theft Auto Five? Obviously, you're playing it right now, this very second. Oh yeah, well it's basically it's prettier than uh, Grand Theft Auto Five was last year. Right, that's certainly true. It's certainly prettier. It looks a bit more cartoony and colorful, and uh, there's a few little tiny bitty extras if you played it already. 
Um, and but otherwise, it's the same thing. It's the same thing because GTA Online still doesn't work. So, did you, have you messed with the campaign at all? Uh, a tiny bit, I think. So, the first person mode is actually pretty good. Um, I think the interiors of the cars and I think some of the uh, guns leave a little something to be desired. But otherwise, it works pretty well. It works just like any other, uh, or most other video. Well, definitely coming, I'll put it like this way, definitely coming off of Far Cry 4, it works as good as Far Cry 4. I'll put it that way. That's a, actually a pretty hearty recommendation for a company that I don't think has ever released any kind of first-person game. Yeah, so yeah, it works surprisingly it works well. well. Uh, it works well. I think, I think uh, you know, it takes a little while to get used to kind of the driving, a lot like Far Cry, because they do that weird thing where, uh, you know, because you sit on the left and the camera has to be moved all the way left in the car. And uh, that's kind of not how your vision perceives it. Um, but, uh, you know, and the, the, the detail, the detailing inside the cars is a little something to be desired. They do a couple of cool things. Like you can see what station's playing on the radio, but otherwise it's pretty bland interiors. Um, and again, like I said, some of the guns in first person leave a little something to desire, but everything works well. Uh, the snap, the, uh, assisted aim is pretty good. Uh, if you're a, a noob, so that's great. Um, yeah, I like the changes. I like I like the changes. I don't think it was a bad purchase, but I also don't think it's a bad purchase because I really don't want to go back to my PlayStation 3. Like, I just don't. Well, I think that's the important question there. Like, I don't have a previous generation copy of GTA 5, so I'm going to buy this at some point. But say, like, you're Jared and you do, is it worth buying another copy? I think it depends on what you're going to do with it. I think if Jared, because Jared never touched sure. GTA Online. Uh, I've, I've drove around for a minute or two. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't think the new content they're offering up in the main campaign is kind of worth a purchase all over again. Unless, like, a, you're a super big fan of the game, then I wouldn't do it. I, like, I, I, I felt like it would have been an okay investment. First of all, let's be honest, nothing that good came out this year video game-wise. Um, uh, that good is in what, like... Like compared to last year, last year you had like a, a huge pool to choose from, and this year the best games to buy are games from last year. So GTA, The Last of Us, Tomb Raider, all those were really released as remasters this year, and you should just buy those. There, we've had like, Shadow of Mordor. It's Shadow had, of Mordor, dog. It's all I, Shadow I, I of Mordor. Say, I, I, I said there aren't a lot. I didn't say there are none. Um, no, I, I would tend year. to agree with Jay. I mean, I'm not the right person to ask, but yeah, yeah. I like, I didn't like. like yeah, yeah. There just weren't a lot of good games, so I um, think this year was just been a lot of disappointing big releases. It's, it's a huge disappointing year, you know. Yeah. I, I, I really don't think. I mean, we're having trouble coming up with game of the year. Come the fuck on. Okay, let me let me present a scenario here. A wizard oh. appears before you, and he says, "Jay." And then he says, I can erase the year, the entire year's worth of video games from existence or movies from existence for, 2000, <laughs> for 2014. Which one do you wipe? Oh, my God. That's a really tough choice. Well, that's not to I, say there weren't good games this year. It's just. Well, yeah, but and, and it was again, a really weak year. Let's just I, I, let's I just say like we, we get a we get to do a do over. He's gonna erase it, and in return, next year everything will be twice as good. 
Some well, of these are video still games, not very good. <laughs> yeah, it uh, still might not be great. Jeez. <laughs> uh, that's I a really mean, hard choice. Yeah, it, it kind of is, right? Like, what good, what good movies happened this year? I don't know if you saw this on... I think I saw it on Reddit earlier today. Um, if you look at the top 10 grossing uh, box office movies this year, the only one that is not a sequel or based on an existing intellectual property is Interstellar. And that's it. Wow. Everything else is either a sequel or a property. Wow. Did The Godfather come out this year? That was a pretty good movie. No, here, I'll tell you the, I'll tell you the list. I'll tell you the list because you should hear the list so that you really want to die. Um, I don't know if I want to. The, the highest, I don't want to die. The highest grossing film of 2014. Are you ready for this? Anybody got a guess? I know what it is. Doug Sorry, oh God, the interview? It is Transformers Age of Extinction. Uh, yep. now, now everyone that, was that's only it. in China, I think, with Chinese numbers, though. I don't think it's so domestically. Can, can we talk about the interview? Because we never touched the subject. I'd rather and not. I, it's not I, about I, games. I want to Is say, there an interview I want game? I want, to, I want to say, was the interview worth it? God, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you. You know what is kind of a game is buying the interview. That was surprisingly challenging. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to watch it on my Xbox, but Xbox Live was down, and as a result, Xbox Video was down. Oh right, that kind of happened. Since that kind of happened we because so, we had we had a, a a major denial of service attack. So yeah. then I then I decided to watch it on my Apple TV, um, but I couldn't watch it on the Apple TV because there's no Google Play. So I went to YouTube because you could buy it on YouTube also. But you can't buy a YouTube video on the Apple TV, so I had to go to my computer and Just buy it. Just fucking Jared. I I almost did. <laughs> I almost stole it. it. And you know what? Later on, uh, later on, my wife asked to watch the Lego Movie because she never saw it, and we tried to rent that, and most of the services wouldn't let us rent it, and then. Actually, nobody had it to rent eventually, and so we. Uh, I mean, Amazon. I'm not saying that I did torrent it, but if I did, they fucking deserved it because it's nowhere to rent. You can only purchase it for 16.99, which I'm not going to pay to watch a child's movie once. To be so, fair, so be yeah, fair, go ahead. Uh, so the fuck you, Hollywood. More, I think the Lego Movie so, is worth your money more than the interview. I already paid for a movie ticket to see the Lego Movie when it came out, and I I regret that. So. <laughs> Everything so I want to awesome. go ahead and say this. I'm going to go ahead and say, because I, I don't think I've ever actually said what my degree is in on the podcast. Well, let's let's get that out there. So I want to say that I do have a master's in film from uh, Columbia University. So um, I want to say that my that my family, my father, and the youth organization, which I'm in, that he runs, has been nominated for an Academy Award for an Oscar. So we were at the Oscars in uh, 2008. Um, I made this film about back in uh, April of 2013, which is currently on the film festival circuit. So, and I've worked on uh, several TV stations. I just want to put these credentials out there because I want to say that I think the best movie I've seen this year, and keep in mind, I haven't seen everything that's an Oscar contender yet, but I think the best movie I've seen this year is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, no. And and I didn't even like it all that much. Oh, that's good, at least. <laughs> In film school, were you always talking at the screen? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> everyone say what your degree is in now. Go, Lucio, degree. MBA. Doug, degree. Jeez. Linguistics. It's not linguistics, you liar. <laughs> Operations management. 
Operations management. That's an exciting one. Michael, degree. <laughs> Japanese and German. Oh, nice. And I don't have one. So. All right. I, I, that's I your qualified to team. I just want to put the credentials out there to let you know how serious I am about film, and I just did not like this year's movies. I just, in fact, I know the answer to your question now because while I didn't like that many video games, I can say I honestly liked at least two video games, which is one more video game that I liked than movies. So I would to choose to eliminate movies this year. So let's let's run through the list of highest grossing films and see. Uh, let's just get a yay or nay. So Transformers: Age of Extinction, motherfucker. <laughs> Guard, Guardians of the Galaxy. I like that one. It's the one with the talking Sorry. raccoon, right? Yeah, it's the one with the talking raccoon. All right. Uh, Maleficent. Oh, that one's. Oh, I did see that one. Oh my I god! Saw it. I saw it. pretty bad. Here's here's one that I expect you guys to be warm to: X Men: Days of Future Past. That was, was that this year? Yeah, that was this year. It's better oh, than the exactly last few like X Men. Yeah. So. Uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. That one was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, my problem with Winter Soldier is that superhero movies need to stay in their genre and not be James Bond films. The, because then no one else gets to make a different kind of movie ever again. The Amazing uh-huh. Spider-Man 2. Oh, fuck that movie. That was horrible. I, I watched that one for free, and I felt ripped off. And then after that, we have one of one of maybe two movies on the list that I actually liked, which is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I didn't see that one. I really? <laughs> I, it's actually pretty good. It's better I, I than do, I do want to see it. I, it I it is better than it deserves to be. Just like the one that came before it, actually. Like <laughs> neither of those movies deserve to be nearly as good as they are. <laughs> they are way better than they should be. Right. Okay. Um, I don't know why that's so amusing to me, but after that we have the Hunger Games Mocking Jay Part One. I'm not that surprised. Hunger Games was pretty good. Yeah, that's a it's a hit. Uh, then we have Interstellar at number nine. I had a chance to see that, but I I gave it up. It was, it was I, good. I liked it. It was in space. Space. Man, what we what have, the fuck is that movie? I is I've never heard of it. Is it Gravity Two or no? It's about. Uh, it's, <laughs> I think it's it's good. It's uh, oh, wait. Hold up. I, I didn't like Gravity. What? You don't like Gravity? Get out of here. Get. Hey, I can kind of see where he's coming from because I feel like. All the good parts of Gravity were in the first ten minutes, and then they never did anything else again. It's just because you're in love with George Clooney's eyes. There's only one part of Gravity that I don't like. He died. The only part that really bugged me in Gravity is after she, uh, I think she's running out of oxygen, and she makes her way into, she like barely makes it into this chamber or whatever, and she gets her, her suit off, and she's in zero G, and she assumes like a fetal position, and the camera pans out to very clearly make it as though she is a fetus, really? and it's the dumbest fucking shot. Like, <laughs> does not work. Know, it does not work at all. And my and my wife in the theater is like, like just <laughs> as soon as it happens, she's like, ugh. <laughs> I think my biggest qualm with gravity was at one point she decides to give up and just die. So she like turns off the oxygen and I, I don't like movies because they're too damn long. So I thought like the end of the, I, the end of the movie was Sandra Bullock decides to die. So yeah. you want to, you want to, how could you want America's sweetheart to die? That's cruel. I, I just thought it would have been like a great ending after like 45 minutes if she just dies and they roll the credits. But instead, she chose to live, and that pissed me off. Well, we also Everyone <laughs> should have been dead in the first 10 minutes. 
We also didn't mention the uh, highest, the tenth highest grossing film of 2014 is How to Train Your Dragon 2. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I saw the first one, and uh, that wasn't too painful. It was all you, right. You guys are pretty forgiving, actually, because I hate pretty much seven of those ten movies. Well, I, I, mean, didn't, I didn't love everything on your first... list. I guess I didn't hate Guardians you of the Galaxy. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I wouldn't say I loved it, but I will. It was it was a good movie. Dawn We're just an angry man. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is a good movie, um, but Transformers: Age of Extinction. I guess I can't judge because I haven't seen it. So Wait, that's the one I can that judge. made the most money this year. Uh, that is the one that made the most money this year. This fucking. But sucks. as Doug said, it is worldwide. So yeah. I don't care. Yeah, and that's and that's right. what I want to say about the interview. Like everyone. Just because the interview is one of my personal pet peeves right now, every time someone mentions that fucking movie, it's like, oh, this is an attack on American freedom. And, oh my god, it's like you couldn't be more wrong and ignorant of the fucking situation. So, Jay, what if the it was... The entire what, what? international... Listen, the way Hollywood makes it money money these days is not from American audiences. Not enough Americans are going out to the theaters to see these movies. So they actually don't care about our money domestically. Like, it's just nice if it does well. Um... But what they really care about is the fucking international market. And Asia dropped this film left and right. China, Japan, we're talking about allies. Japan dropped it. South Korea was like, we're not sure we want to play it. And we're talking about most of the West. You know, we had um, places in Europe that didn't want to play this film. So everyone who thinks that this was some, that somehow uh, these, these, these quote unquote hackers won and that we said, oh, we're not going to do this in the face of a. Uh, you know, we're going to give into the terrorists. That's fucking bullshit. Sony completely did this thing as a financial move. Jay, why are you we talking America? about again? I didn't. I, so I didn't watch the interview to um, to like see some biting commentary well, or a hilarious it's a movie. movie. So, you know, it's going to be. Stupid. <laughs> you didn't watch I didn't. See a, see a hilarious movie. I, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it to see a hilarious movie. I bought it to help send a message to Hollywood that we're done with theaters and this is how you should just go ahead and release everything. Um, but the Hollywood, Hollywood's wanted to do that for years. Just no one's sure how to, how to like fully implement it. They did it with Snowpiercer too earlier this year. And like, I, I, and I, I made sure everyone, to pick that up too. I think, I think everyone agrees that, you know, the future of, of making money in Hollywood is going to be digital releases. Um, you know, I don't think there's a single person that disagrees with that. And then we can finally get rid of that damn rating system too. Yeah. yeah. I am getting progressive. Maybe we should just have a movie cast. <laughs> you can tell that oh, he's, he must okay. be getting drunk because he's asked to tell we should, you. We should do an Oscar movie cast. Not today, because I have other shit I hate that I could talk about. I'm not done with the crew. So, Jay, what, what would be the best <laughs> movie? The, the crew movie made by the people who they interview? Oh, my God. Or maybe... Or maybe an interview game made by the people who... Did the crew? Wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. Here's a question. Let's say that the wizard, after you take too long to decide, he's like, "Fine, forget about erasing the year. We're not doing that anymore. I'm a wizard." And then, <laughs> and then what? Killed you. And then what he says is, he says, "I want you to tell me the worst game you played this year, and I will force you to watch the movie of it." <laughs> Well, well, this is a vegan wizard. What game? I like this wizard. What game do you choose? Because if you don't choose a game, the wizard will zap you. Uh, so it has to be a game I didn't like. I guess so. Yeah, it's a game. It's a game you did not like. And I, I'm not going to play this game. 
It's a hypothetical situation. I don't have to entertain it. It's absurd. No, wait. Let's just say I'll, any game. I'll play it. This is a good game. Any game. You have to watch a movie from a game this year because I don't think there's any game this year. That I would a watch movie. a Far Cry 4 movie. I would see how that adapted to the screen. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, but I forgot to mention it's directed by Uva Bull. Oh, God. Who already you know did what? Far Cry I, I once choose, and did it really good. <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. I want to see the Murder Soul Suspect movie by Uwe Wall. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. That came out this year. <laughs> Do you want to uh, keep doing this, wizard? Pocket trains. <laughs> you know movie. what? No, Lucio makes a suggestion and then the wizard disintegrates. He can't, <laughs> <laughs> he can't come. That's not going to work. Does not compute. Okay, Jay. Yeah. Quiz. The crew, the movie. What's your cast? Oh yeah, what's your cast? Well, Paul first Walker. Of all, Who plays Paul Walker. driving guy. Paul Walker. <laughs> Paul Walker. <laughs> Paul Walker plays <laughs> from uh, Beyond the Grave. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's just a fantasy cast. So Marlon Brando. No, Marlon Brando's that hot Asian. I'm still playing Project Diva. <laughs> so you just use the same technology that they use to project Hatsune Miku. You use that technology to project them. With the rest of the cast in the real no, world. No, I want Paul Walker's desiccated corpse. <laughs> Guys, no, this is the second time. This is the second we time we've disrespected what do you Paul say, Walker. Bonesy? <laughs> Bonesy? <laughs> well, he's probably Bonesy Walker. by now. Oh, God. Paul Walker, rest in peace. Yeah, thank you. That helped it. My uh, apologies to, cast, to your I lovely family. Rock, Rocksor being the, uh, the the hacker that Ubisoft introduces in the crew. Oh, make the Rock play the hacker. <laughs> oh man, you, do, you can't do the Rock. You got to do someone like I don't know, uh, Christy Matt, the porn star, as Rocksor. Oh, no, is Rock? Wait, it's that's just it's a hacker, so it's got to be an Asian guy, right? No, she's she's like this blonde, big boobied woman in the game. Oh, like most hackers. Yeah, that's. <laughs> They're trying to make Thor be a hacker in a Michael Mann movie, so that's about as believable as possible. Oh yeah, I saw the trailer for that. I didn't. He's a super badass hacker too. Didn't didn't look like very he's a, good. He's an he's an action hacker. I know. It, it, like halfway halfway through the trailer, he turns into like an action hero, and you're like, yeah, wait, exactly. I thought he was a hacker. So it's Watch Dogs. Ooh, we'll make Project Swordfish be the hacker. Oh god, I almost forgot about Watch Dogs. You almost forgot, but that was this year too. That's that's that. How, how many That's game the of the years list does a watchdogs made? If all, you better answer all of yours. Okay, here's here's a question. So we talked about bad games, like we talked about the crew, we talked about watchdogs, we talked about murdered soul suspect. That's not um, a question. That's a statement. No, no, no. I'm just I'm just <laughs> recapping. Destiny. Uh, what else was bad this year? Assassin's Creed Unity. Let me ask now. With with those games just in mind. If if the wizard he came back he he de- he disintegrated and God, a wizard. and he said I think last year he was the game genie and he said Jay <laughs> like he does he said Jay I need you to pick one of those games and and we're gonna play the sequel to it which of those games are you okay with having a sequel I mean do I have to pick which one I'm okay with having a sequel, or do I pick the one that I know will 
have a sequel and force it down our throats. No, like which, them. Uh, I was gonna say Far Cry Five kind of seems like a done deal at this point. Well, so no, I, didn't, I didn't even I didn't say Far Cry. Like a done deal. Now I have very mixed feelings on Far Cry, but ultimately it won me over. So it was sadly one of the better games <laughs> this year. It um, it, it's like it's like Guardians of the Galaxy. You pick it because there's nothing else. I'm pretty sure the crew ooh, ooh. and Murdered are not getting sequels. I don't think either of those games will get sequels. Well, what movie do you want a video sequels, game so. adaptation to? What movie do I want a video game adaptation to? Yeah, yeah. That came out this year? Yes. Has to be this year. None of From them. the Evil Wizard. Inherent Vice, the video game. Inherent Vice, the video game. How, did, how the fuck did that one work? I don't know. I haven't even seen it yet. I've just read the book. I actually, okay. I don't watch movies, so I don't know what anybody's answer will mean. Uh, I actually think that there's really something that you could mine out of Transformers to get a sweet video game, but they just can't, uh, can't figure out how to do it. They've tried several times. Yeah, they, they, just, they just can't get it right. I don't know why. Um, you guys know who Criterion is, right? The people who made Burnout? Nope. Yeah. I think Criterion could make a pretty sick Transformers game. True. That'd be my, that'd be my dream. So what so, game? How about how about Whiplash, the video game? There we go. Just <laughs> slowly become more and more upset at your teacher. The game. <laughs> All right. What m- video game do you want a breakfast cereal adaptation for? Foxcatcher. He said it's a video game, but Foxcatcher is. <sighs> Jesus, Jared. I want. I want. Why do we even have this podcast? Murder marshmallows. <laughs> Hearthstone breakfast cereal. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, Hearthstone cereal would Actually, be like that'd be colorful and delightful, and I like it. You actually may have something there. Yeah, I think they should do that for real. I would buy it. Okay, what's happening with the wizard now? Oh, he is leaving. He had oh, to. Okay. He had to. Bye he bye had to go. Goodbye, the wizard. wizard. The wizard wants to know who you would want on the other end of a glory hole. See you at the next clan rally. Which video game character would well, you uh, let be on the receiving end of the glory hole? Ooh, ooh. Not Sarah. Not Sarah? Yeah, she's a bitch. I hate her. How but she's gay, so, you know. How about well, that thrall? still, she has, like, a guy's face, so... <laughs> how, about, how about one of them Uroks? So I, I did want to talk about Shadow of Mordor because I, I was remarking earlier, I think it's one of the only games that we've all, every single one of us now played at this point. This is fucking oh, yeah. awesome. What are, what are our thoughts? What do we think? Uh, it's definitely the, one good. of the best games this year. No, oh, sorry, I'm mean, too busy killing orcs. What? Is it, is it your game of the year, Doug? <laughs> um, it's pretty high up there. What do you think would take number one for you? I still really love Dark Souls. Uh, okay, yeah, Dark Souls 2. I think but. Jay said it best. Like Shadow of Mortar is basically they've just distilled like video game crack. Yeah, pretty much. It's like all the fun things about a video game with none of that story or. Well, Which, you know that's that's what me, I love me, so much is just how let me, let me bad like the story is and and just how inconsequential it is too. But I, who gives I a shit? Be, You're fucking killing captains. Some 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 of the stuff about video games this year. Some of the absolute sword stuff has been the fucking story. And Shadow of Mordor has, like, just forgotten that. And it's like, you know, let's make sure the story sequences are really short and people can get back to doing what they want to do. I don't have it shoved down my throat. Like, it just gives you a bare bone story and lets you go show. have fun. Yeah. I was telling Jay that it reminds me of Inglourious Bastard sometime, somehow. 
Yeah, because it's really, it's really like it's, it's like you know, be be dicks to these people. They're they are completely evil. They have no redeeming qualities. Go be the biggest dick you can be to them. Yeah, exactly. And it's just great. I, I, Those are I less think... swastikas because of how I decorate my living room. <laughs> well, how about you? I, mean, I, I think cute. with like, <laughs> uh, God, what was I, I think I think with like shadows of Mordor. Like, uh, first of all, it wouldn't surprise me if the news ever came out that um, shadows wasn't originally meant to be a Lord of the Rings game. Like that wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, mm. It feels like they just kind of took the took the moniker and did it so that they could push copies, and that's fine. But I mean, the story is like like just so. It's like just so short and compact. And look, I'm all for a game with a really good story. And I feel like last year we had a lot of games with really good stories. But this year we had a lot of games that did not have good stories. But man, did they have a lot of fucking story. Um, so Sh- Shadow of Mordor is kind of like one of those things where the narrative is kind of what you make it in your head. And I think the Nemesis system creates more of a narrative than the actual story does itself. And I think that's, you know, terrific because... You know, all of us have had a different uh, nemesis, and I've had this one guy named Uthug Dewiner who came out, who came back like five times, and every time I would kill him, he would come back and he would rise up through the ranks, and finally he became Ward Chief, and that was just so much better than all of the uh, you know big bads they introduced in the beginning, and I just like it so much more than that because uh, you know it's like if you're not going to have a serious story, I would prefer you not try at all, kind of like Shadows did. Um, I'm not being condescending. I'm being serious here because I've seen so many terror bad stories this year. What's interesting? What's interesting about Shadows is also that it it has this plot line, right? That that is kind of unimportant in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> but at the same time, it uh, it kind of forges its own stories that you're that you're making yourself, mm. um, you know, by by just playing the game. And so, like. Everybody here could probably recount like a story about this guy that they faced off against, um, but they would all be completely different and and likely have different resolutions. And uh, that's something that's really unique and something that is only possible with video games, right? Like Shadow of Mordor couldn't have been anything else. Mm. And that's that's really yeah. nifty. No, I, I, and I agree with that. I agree with that one. I think that's like exactly what video games are meant for, because you always have to ask yourself, right? Like, why is this? Like, I, I feel like an important question is why is this this particular media? Like, why does this have to be a TV show? Or why does this have to be a movie? And I think video games are the same thing. Like, why does this have to be a video game? And I think Shadow of Mordor is like one of those rare cases where you're like, oh, this definitely had to be a video game. Um, you know, and I think you can take, I think there are, there are some games that you can take them and you could take the story straight out of them and you can make them like a graphic novel or you can make it a movie. And it stands on its own, and no one will miss the gameplay, and you know what, that's fine, whatever. But I think if you want an actual video game, then the story has to be, you know, it has to be interactive, and that's why that's why if you're going to make me take a back seat, then it better be really fucking good, and it better not be something like what the crew delivers, and it better not be something like Watch Dogs delivers, because then I'm like, you know, why the fuck am I being forced to watch this? And I think I think I commented on this when we originally talked about the game, but one of my favorite things that Shadow of Mortar does is it really makes you not want to die. And (laughs) not a lot of games, like maybe with the exception of like Dark Souls, um, not a lot of games really instill that anymore, right? Like a fear of death. Yeah. Um, But man, when you die in Shadow of Mordor, there have been times where I just let out like the biggest fucking groan, like, oh no. (laughs) Well, it's like, because the Nemesis system is just waiting to pounce on you, right? 
it's like the second you're dead, that thing is like, oh, motherfucker, you fucked up. <laughs> oh, no. Now he's stronger and all of his friends are. <laughs> yep. And you know, I, I would say a thing about like uh, Shadows of Mordor. It almost feels like I'm just playing a tech demo. Like, here's this little part of a game we're going to make, but it's been more fun than most of the games I've played this year. I, I could I could see where you're coming from that. I, I feel like it's actually a pretty complete experience, but Oh it's um, fantastic. It's but we do like we, Jay said, it's just they kind of distilled all the fun parts of a game into like half a game. Well and we do yeah, we, we latch mean, on we latch on so much to that feature. Like it's easy to forget there's there's other stuff in that game. Um like there's the you know, the hunting challenges and the um, I think I collected some some basil at some point. Yeah, you know, picking <laughs> picking the herbs and stuff like that. And they're they're not really necessary, but at the same time, you know, they they kind of keep you involved e- even while you're not, you know, killing your your nemesis. Yeah, but they could have released like Lord of the Rings Nemesis Killer. And I would have said like that was a damn good use of my money. Well, and actually I I think I commented on this too when I was very first playing is uh I got to the end of the first zone or like was getting pretty close to the end of the first zone. And I just, I just thought that was the game. I was like, Oh, I guess I'm done with the game now. (laughs) And I was, I was 100% fine with that. I was like, this was great. I enjoyed it very much. And then I got to this like second huge zone and, and I got the ability to brand dudes and I was even more satisfied. Like it didn't need any of that. It was already fine. I think they could really like, refine this just a little bit and have next year's game of the year no problem i i think i think with shadows right i'm going to um you, you know the thing the thing about it i've i've seen because the the map is kind of small right in shadows uh, in both zones it's kind of small but mm. we've had a lot of open world games this year we've had everything ubisoft put out uh we've had infamous second sun i'm trying to think what else we've had we've had quite a few open worlds and i've learned dragon age yeah, yeah, Dragon Age. I've learned that I much rather have a very small map like Mordor than I would have a big map with like nothing in it. I absolutely uh, agree, and yeah. and Dragon Age is like the perfect embodiment of that. <laughs> where where they were like, God, we have to make it big. We have to make it as big as possible, and and there is nothing of any meaning inside that big emptiness. Like, yeah. Right. Well, Dragon Age is kind of the the diametric opposite, but. A big map can be fun, like, you know, GTA 5. That's fantastic. That's true. Sometimes it's nice to have, like, just a nice box canyon to walk down and see all the b- badass shit that happens. That's true, but GTA 5 also isn't something where I'm expecting, like, a quest and stuff like that to happen every few minutes. And also, GTA 5 is very, very explorable, uh, whereas Dragon Age doesn't really feel like that. Like, I, hey, hey, I can come around. Yeah. Very excellent jump mechanic. I can come around a corner oh, no. in, in in GTA Five and like jump my car off a cliff and be like, "Whoa, that's super sick!" And if I, I in Dragon Age, I can like fall down a hill that's a little too big and <laughs> take some damage. My favorite part of Dragon Age is the animation lock, where I'm just stuck with my arms straight down and not moving, and I actually find it incredibly <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I mean, well, jumping all these deep conversations like, oh, my God, my friend is dead. And there's something uh, very interesting in my pocket. I, I tried jumping at somebody. Um, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't seen this happen yet. How does this happen? Is it just a random thing or? 
it only happened to me a couple of times, but like, you know, the way like you either like land when you're jumping or you're, you're talking to someone while you're in the middle of an animation and your character's animation. And then it's just stuck there until yep. like you manage to unlock it by jumping again or, <laughs> or something like that. So you can float there in place for a while. I hadn't heard of this. My guy was like swimming in the air for a minute and it made me laugh. I do really frequently. I don't like having the jump on the A button because there's a lot of times where I get in range to like talk to somebody and you wind up, you wind up jumping before you talk to them, but I've never like stayed in the air. That sounds awesome. Yeah. There's having a conversation at crotch level. You got to time. Yeah, exactly. You got to time it right there. Um, okay. So, the the wizard his bus is late so he came back. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. One more thing about shadows of Mordor. Yeah. O- only because my uh, my coworker, my shout out to you, Park, so he'll actually listen to this. He said in the uh, the Xbox 360 and PS3 version they've taken out the Nemesis version. That's correct. Nemesis. Yeah. Well, why the fuck uh, would you play like, the game? And you know what? And you know what? Doesn't that make it? Doesn't that make it feel remarkably next gen? That like this this little AI component couldn't run on the past gen consoles? No, like seriously, like no, it feels like they're fucking you. It's an, it's an episode, Wait, then what's the point? Why even buy it? Yeah, th- no, you shouldn't exactly buy it. Right? You should. No, yeah, you don't buy the 360. I've warned people. Be like, if you're gonna buy it, don't just oh, save yeah. your money for a fucking PS4. For the love of God, buy. By no means should you buy a 360 or PS3 version. Like, that's... Like, say what you want about no, buy it. But it would be a terribly cruel joke. Say what you want about Dragon Age. That is a terribly cruel joke. That's, like, horrific. I know. What what, what cruel monster would make a game <laughs> that's basically just, like, a skeleton of Assassin's Creed and take out, like, the only fun part about it? The one thing that makes the game actually worth playing... So what what do they have instead of the Nemesis? Because you know they, they don't have anything. It, it they feel, have a lot of the, a lot of the game is built around the Nemesis system. It's not like oh here's it's, this optional thing. I would have think the Nemesis is still in there. It's just like neutered. I think the, I think it's like pre-built War Chiefs. Like it's the same <sighs> the same dudes, and they don't they don't do stuff like remember your past battles and. I don't think the ranks change. I think once you kill someone, like you've just killed them, and that's it. So, I think there's like three or what, like two thousand eight. It <laughs> can remember that shit. I don't, I don't know. Um, it 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 feels to me like it could be a system that is complex enough and has enough variables and and is keeping enough stuff up in the air that they're not able to fit it into the constraints of of the past gen consoles. I mean, I am amazed. Did you kill me with an axe or not? But I don't know. I could be. I could be wrong. I am amazed at how well it runs, and then it didn't start to chug for me until uh, I just started branding a ton of enemies at once. That's <laughs> the only time when I get a little bit of a frame rate drop. But um, I didn't. Otherwise, even... I'm surprised at how well it runs. So yeah, I didn't. Considerably really large number of orcs on the screen without any problems. It's pretty good. Runs a yeah. lot better than Assassin's Creed Unity. <laughs> okay, but the wizard. The wizard wants to know. <laughs> Then the it wizard, was, fuck off. The wizard wants to know. He's able to take the Nemesis system for you, and he is able to put it into any other franchise that you wish. Mm. What what franchise do you pick? God, I, I feel like this would be really good in Grand Theft Auto. Like, yes, I'm going to say that. Yeah, what like that? imagine San Andreas. Like you got a rival gang. You know, like the Ballas. You get uh, 
J. Jamal Joseph of the ball. Oh, yeah. Or do you like the cops? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Oh man, that, I, I don't like. I feel like this system is something that that Assassin's Creed should have thought up themselves, not have a completely that's, different studio completely yeah. beat them to the punch. Yeah, that, it, it would work point. in Assassin's Creed. That would have like, pretty good because you're like, oh, it's memories, and memories are fuzzy, and that guy really he was your nemesis, and he, they could so, just so while we're on the it to work. Of Ubisoft, the only the only uh, little portion of Ubisoft that can write characters. And that can write villains is Far Cry. So would you propose that it be put into Far Cry? Yeah. Here's my suggestion. Dark Souls. Like, no, think, think about it, because you think about the word she's now, right? And if Pocket Far Cry is always going to be like a little worn turn section Pokemon. of the planet. Angry Birds. Is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jay. I'm sure that you had a compelling <laughs> reason. That's okay. Yes, our, our apologies. That's okay. I don't even want to say it anymore. Yeah, no, you, no, you shouldn't. Redneck no, Redneck come on, please. I'm Rampage. putting myself on the, mute. The Go ahead. The Nemesis system should be in Redneck Rampage. I think, I think that... Jay, um, you did it. It's also... Call back to 365 days ago. The, uh, the game's published by WB, and you know what other game is published by WB? Batman? Is Arkham, yeah. I think that would be pretty sick. Yeah. So I could randomly yeah. generate a Batman villain. That could work. Yeah. Oh. You know that that would be really good. Like, um, actually, it would be perfect for Batman. Take what? care of the the guy from the Joker's assassin, you know, Joker's gang, and then you know, yeah, yeah, get exactly. that guy in jail. It would actually make more sense for the friend to come back. What was, what was that oh, MMORPG about superheroes? What I was going to say before everyone was an asshole was in the Far Cry series. It's always in a more important section of the world, right? So when you think of when you think of a third world hellhole, you think of something that's either controlled by a warlord or a drug lord. Africa, and that's what you get with the nemesis system if you put it in something like Far Cry. I don't I don't know that it would work this way, but my and maybe Batman's not the appropriate IP, but something that I think would be cool is like if you um, electrocute a guy to death, for example. This is how this is how a lot of Batman villains are forged, right? It's like back with electrical powers. Yes, exactly. So oh, like, that is good. So like you punch That's really him, good, actually. You yeah. punch him into like oh, a vat of something and he comes back with these powers and so like you're creating, you know, these things. I don't know. Call me up, WB. I think it's a good idea. What if you like yeah, punch man, him into a vat of raspberry good. jam and then he's like a raspberry jam monster. Yeah, he's the jam man. Everybody knows that. Well, if Batman's greatest real, nemesis, not everybody would get a kick-ass one. I mean, I don't, no, I don't know if it's appropriate you're, for... You're being uh, sarcastic, dog, but among the ranks of cool. Batman villains, you have fucking Calendar Man, so he can't be worse than that. <laughs> That's true. Calendar Man is a thing. The Venture yes. Brothers has Colonel Monday. And I don't know how you create him. I guess, like, you kill a guy with a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Batman. Batman makes this big deal about not killing people. He just hurts them really, <laughs> really, really bad. And so, like, it would be so perfect for that for you to knock these guys out, and then they come back with like, you know, special abilities and kind of become supervillains in a sense. So the the MMORPG City of Heroes let you design your own nemesis. So, like, think think about how awesome it would be if you designed your own nemesis by kicking his ass over multiple instances. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think we all probably had a nemesis like this where they came back time and time again, and you would 
you know, like I, you shoot a guy in the face and he comes back with a plate over his eye. Right. And then the next time you kill him, you stab him a certain way or you do a stealth kill on him. And so he becomes immune to stealth kills. And eventually they just get like so many immunities stacked up that they become almost impossible to kill. And it becomes I, your arch nemesis. I imagine it's kind of like that, right? Where you've just like, you know, you punch this guy so hard that he doesn't have teeth and now he's the, now he gets metal teeth. Super teeth. Super metal teeth. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the Nemesis system is exceptionally cool. If they only fleshed it out a little bit more, like you could probably make the whole game of it out of that. I'm almost I'm almost more excited to watch everybody steal it. And I and I oh, think yeah. that, oh, I yeah. think Everyone, that it is yeah. like I think it thing. is absolutely gonna be stolen. I think the game made a lot Definitely. of waves this year. There's and no, there's no way people aren't going to look at the. This, I think like, this will be the next I, I generation's be, like Mass Effect dialogue wheel. Well, the Mass Effect I dialogue. Hope. We had what GTA's open world. We had uh, mm-hmm. Metal Gear Stealth. Unfortunately, I'm excited to see that how Ubisoft completely fucks it up <laughs> <laughs> and makes every single choice that would be just horrible. You know what? You know what? It probably could have infused some life into is is Watch Dogs. Um, but I really don't. I don't know if there's any saving no. watchdogs. I really don't want to go back to... My impression is that anything could have infused life into watchdogs. I don't know. I don't think they'll let those assets go to waste. Like, well, yeah, watchdogs wasn't super well received, but it also didn't sell that poorly either. Like, I, I think you will see watchdogs too. Yeah, we're, that's, a, that's a definite. I think, I think, I think when watchdog came out, everyone was like, okay, so maybe part two can do better. But I think after the year Ubisoft had... No one has any more hope. I think the I think the crew is definitely something that you're not going to see a sequel to. Like they they already released it after Black Friday, which pretty much shows like no retail confidence whatsoever. Um, so <laughs> and they, they were right to not have it. They knew what they were doing there. Uh, so I don't think you'll see that again. But uh, I think you'll absolutely see Watch Dogs. I think the division. I said after E3 that I thought it looked like it was going to be disappointing, and I still mean that. Uh, I, I I was so excited for the division, and after the, after this year, I'm like, uh, whatever. If it's even remotely good, I will be surprised. You should be very afraid. It's it's very risky. Um, but yeah, watching watching that, it looked pretty unremarkable. So I, I don't know. I'll be interested to see. I guarantee you, if you want to talk about games getting like visual downgrades, like Watch Dogs did, there's no way that the way the division looks right now is how it actually looks when it comes out. <laughs> Why do they keep doing that? It'll man? look better. <laughs> I mean, it'll probably be more cinematic because they'll drop the frames a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe down uh, to like twenty. Maybe or they'll letterbox it, like it's meant to be played. Yeah, that'd be perfect. So this will be year two of, or you know, if effectively year two of the next gen systems. Do you think we're going to see any big shakeups? Like, I don't know, like the way Mass Effect shook things up, or. I'll be surprised if uh, again Mordor is not it. Yeah, I think I think you did see it. I really, I really genuinely do. I think Mordor is, and and I've talked a lot about what I wanted from from next gen and how I, I think on this podcast I probably talked about how I feel like AI stopped evolving at some point, and Mordor mm. Mordor does not have an incredible AI. That's not what they built, but they built something that feels like it. And that's good enough for me. And I want to see other games do that. Um, and they obviously built something that, whether they were lazy or not, uh, it appears to be complex enough that they weren't able to put it onto the past-gen consoles. 
And uh, I want more of that. You know, I want to feel like there's something out there that justifies my purchase. Like Shadow of Mordor justifies the purchase of upgrading, right? Because it's an experience that you couldn't have gotten any other way. Um, I feel like I feel like ex- are, except are, for on a PC, like a normal person. I feel like we've seen <laughs> two benchmark. I, I, I feel like we've seen two benchmark games today uh, this year. Um, I think Mordor is one of them, and I think the other benchmark is uh, Infamous Second Son because. Regardless of how you feel about that game, that is one of the best-looking games of the year. It's very good-looking, and, and I will say it runs exceedingly well. Like, yeah. It runs buttery smooth, and that shouldn't be something that I'm happy about, but after the year <laughs> we just had, uh, I, I don't really have a choice. It's yeah. kind of amazing how little we ask for and how they were still able to come in just a little bit lower than that. Just make the game you made last year, but make it run good and look nice. Nope. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I just don't get how you fuck up Assassin's Creed. I don't get it. I, I, I don't. Know. How does that happen? If any game has a billion dollars to spend on development. At least, yeah, right? at least Call of Duty always comes out running at 60 frames. Can you imagine if they chugged one out that ran at 30? Like, what happened? How would that yeah, even be possible? Um, Kevin Spacey's all choppy. and So I guess the appropriate thing to ask with, with our... This is our, our New Year's podcast, of course, because the next time we meet, it will be the new year. What, what are you guys looking forward to, if anything, in 2015? What do you want from The Wizard? Not even. I mean, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Real like announced games or just hypothetical. What are you excited for? Is there anything? Far Cry Appalachian Mountains. That you just you just <laughs> had it. What about what about like Swiss Alps? <laughs> yeah. What like, happens in the Swiss? Does the, anything happen in the Swiss Alps? The bad guys come down in like a bobsled at you. <laughs> The delicious potato dishes. <laughs> and man, all that, uh, all those fiscal paradises. There has to be something going down there. But for real, like, you guys all know video games, right? Is there nothing that, that I excites want Bloodborne you? to be good? Oh yeah, Bloodborne. <laughs> God. I don't know. So, so a couple of games that were interesting, but nothing that I mean like, oh my God, I need to play that now. Man, I'm feeling that pretty hard for Uncharted. Uh, if if so, I had a wish, an actual mm. wish, I want Square Enix to make a good game. Yeah, I'm going to be a year for that, son. It's nice to have Sorry. games. Try again next 2016. <laughs> oh, it's never going to happen ever again. They're done. Like I, Final Fantasy 15 looks like no, a video game. No, you sweet children. You cute little kids. Maybe this time daddy will come home and take <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you it's going to be yeah, this year, but I would really like to see uh, Bioware start like a new IP. Yeah, you that'd be good. Persona 5 looks I, pretty good. Does I, it? I, Have I, we I seen anything about it? I, I da, hope da, against da, hope da, Phantom da, Pain will be good. Wait, no, you, you hope you hope what'll be good? That's in pain. Oh that'll yeah, solid. yeah. I mean, it it, it definitely could yeah. be. As I'm, I'm gonna go with Persona Five because Atlas put like oh, two games that I expected to hate this year, and they were both pretty good. So, well, did we talk about Persona Five's coming to the next gen now too? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's good because then I never have to plug in my PS3 again. Yeah, I refuse <laughs> to do that. I'll still use it. It's all right. Definitely not doing that. I, had, I, I haven't I had someone, done my homework. Is are we expecting a Fallout in this year? 
I wouldn't no. I wouldn't think so. Maybe in it maybe an announcement, but I don't even it doesn't seem like and, and again I have to ask, how are they not where's Half Life Three? It's so easy. What the fuck? It's so easy for them to make a, a billion dollars and they just don't want it. They just don't care. They're too they're too busy with Steam. Now there's a, a weird thing where you can get uh Fucking gems and then use them to bid on games and I don't feel fucking know. Yeah, I have twenty. That's why the hell are you talking about? I cashed in a exactly. bunch of shit for gems that's and none of it is going enough to do anything. Fucking, that's what's going on in fucking Valve right now. They're basically doing like fucking Candy Crush shit. Yeah, where's where's Fallout Four? Like they don't even nobody's even acknowledged that they're making it. Why can't somebody just just get on Twitter and be like, hey guys? Just have mo- I have money to so give you, them. Just so I you want know, to buy it. shut up and take my money. I'm making Fallout Four. Also, what's up with the next Elder Scrolls? Uh, Seriously, that's not gonna that's, happen. Wow, that's still a ways away yeah. too. But at least that has Fuck. a reason to be a ways away. Fallout Three was a long time ago. And New Vegas. Bro. New Vegas wasn't the same team. They gave it to Obsidian. Yeah, and it was fantastic. So give where? So where yeah. the hell is oh. Fallout Four? It should be well along by now. I should be playing it now. Well, if nothing else, like I don't think there has ever been a bad Fallout, so I'd. <laughs> what? Uh, I think he's laughing because tactics or Brother Horror Steel. What? I, I. Oh, there's nothing. Brother 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 there's nothing Brother wrong with Brotherhood of Steel. It's fine. Sure. Let's go play it, Jared. Yeah, I mean, yes, it. it all right. The problem with Fallout Tactics was that it wasn't Fallout Three. So I'm talking about, I'm talking about Brotherhood of Steel. Not yeah, Fallout. yeah, the DLC. But I said Fallout Tactics. That's where he's. Oh, I know sorry. what All I right. don't want to happen with Fallout. I yeah, don't Brother want motherfucking MMO. MMO. Oh, oh no, no, no! Oh, Bite man. your damn tongue. Oh yes. How nothing, dare. nothing ruins my excitement more than being like, oh, they're coming up a new game and it's an MMO, and then I'm just turned off immediately. Oh man. Okay. You want to talk about where the Nemesis system could be cool is Fallout 4. Like, you turn a guy into a ghoul and he comes back. And... Super mutant. Yeah. Bug. Yeah. Sorry. I, I only know, like, four names. And the and the bee guys. You know those big bees? You kill the rad roach and it becomes so mega rad roach. <laughs> the big... The big, the big bees that kill Cazador. you. Yeah, Cazador. Oh. The ones that aren't bees at all? <laughs> I don't know what they are. <laughs> I just remember not liking them. You kill this, a lizard. This is fantastic. And it comes we come full circle because about this time last year, Jared revealed that he knew nothing about bees. That's I, true. I did. Yes. Yeah. So you thought there was a honey factory. No, I didn't think there was a honey factory. The honey factory is the beehive. Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the honey factory is a strip club. Well, no, there has to be a there has to be a plant where they bottle the honey. I mean, if they're making it out of like corn syrup and starch and all that. No, like they they oh. Jared, the bees do all that. The bees bottle the honey. The bees into do those not. little those little bears. The bees make them. Is there a honey that's not bottled by bees? Bear honey? The no, the bear honey is. He says. Well, I don't. You guys. Are, you know the bees, the bees smelt the plastic and they they mold it, <laughs> and they have the little bee hands tight like do the calligraphy on the bottle, 
and the nutrition facts. I just I just remember when you start when you start in New Vegas, you can go north or south, and if you go north, there's a lot of bees. Casadors. And they get you like just right off the bat, just a ton of bees. And who are the other guys? The Wolverines or whatever. Death Claws? Yeah, Death Claws. <laughs> if you no, manage to make it man. past the bees, you are then you get a shitty Fallout player. <laughs> They're like Wolverines, like the superhero. It wasn't even close. Are you talking about the bear thing? No, the Wolverines. Like, are like, you even talking about Fallout? Like Logan. <laughs> <laughs> what? They have like claws and they come after you. Those are death claws. They chase and you. Those yeah. are not wolverines they, at all. They're, li- they're lizards. <laughs> Whatever. I don't like them they're either. Mutated lizards. All I know is that bees and wolverines. They're based off the D and D monster, the Tarasque. Is that a yeah. true? Is that a true thing? Yes. Oh. Well. But you're probably not even cool enough to play Dungeons and Dragons, so you don't even know what a Tarasque is. <laughs> Yeah, noob. Yeah, that's that's how I would describe me. Let's all pull it, Jared. <laughs> that's my wish for the new year, that Jared gets a clue. Oh, oh ouch. All right. <laughs> so, what are we, how are we on time? We're approaching the end, so uh, what, what should we wrap this up with? Uh, no, wizard. I think we have more to talk about here. The wizard's the wizard's gone. Hey, let's do that. Doug made Doug made his final wish. What's your What's everyone's wish for the new year? Michael, what is your wish for the new year? Um, I would really like to see Bioware make a new IP. That's that's really all I need to be happy next year. Well, and that's why we call them wishes. Jay, what's your <laughs> wish? Jay's wish for the new year. What do you what do you wish for, Jay? I wish for world peace. Oh, that's a good one. Not the crew too. Uh, maybe not that one. Not so much. Maybe that would maybe that would start world peace because we'd all find something to rally against. <laughs> What uh, what about you, Lucio? How are you going to follow up world peace? I'm going to say about something else that hasn't happened and I also wished for last year, and it's a good cyberpunk game. Oh, yeah. That's a good yeah. open, wish. W- good open world cyberpunk game because Transistor was good. That's no a one. good wish. Doug, I what feel a- bad that Lucio's wish is like fairly reasonable. <laughs> and it's, and it's, not going to, it's not going to happen. What about I you, like what about you Doug? hell unlikely. What's your real wish? My real wish? Yeah, your real wish. Oh, I don't know. I'll think of one. That's a good wish. All right. <laughs> I wish that Doug would come up with a real wish. Nah, he can wish that I get a clue. That's fine. Um, I, I wish that Final Fantasy would be good. Yeah, so. that's that's a good wish. Another one that's not going to happen. Great. And I wish, I wish for either World Peace or all of the Amiibos. But not necessarily both. Okay. Just one or the other. The listener at home can't tell, but Jared has lost like 40 pounds since the Amiibo was launched. I I do have a wish. (laughs) What's A new Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. That's a good wish. Doug wins wishes this year. Yeah, that's a good wish. With a nemesis system, please. Oh, God. Oh. I I, I wish that we would see... I wish that we would see GTA Heist. Oh, yeah. That's and a good... I wish that we would see GTA 5 stories. That's a good it's wish. It's nice to have wishes, Jay. <laughs> Man, you guys are pretty good. You guys are good dreamers. <laughs> I like it. 
you know, I think we're going to see the heist. I just don't think they're going to be any good. <laughs> yeah. We'll I see them know. around the time GTA 6 launches. It's possible that they'll launch them and they'll work perfectly and be everything you ever dreamed they could be. And you really feel like you're part of a team and you'll say, and you'll come back on this podcast and you'll say, you know what? It was worth the wait. You know what? If I, if that happens, I will I will own it. But I don't think it's going to. Yeah. What I, do you uh, think they spent the last 12 months accepting six-figure salaries for? Um, they've probably been jerking off on top of supermodels. Ooh, that sounds better. All right. Well, <laughs> there you go. All right, then. That seems like hey. a fitting... A fitting what's your wish, listener? <laughs> what's your wish? Yes, please send it to the enemy. Con- enemy contact slimecast. Contact at enemyslime.com. Send us an email. Tell us what your wish is. Um, or you can send it to us via mail. What's your address? Search address? the enemy slime at aol.com. Yeah, send it to send it to us by physical mail in the form of a ticking package. <laughs> yes. Tell us, tell us your wish. Um, and, and hey, thank you for listening. I know that we have uh, you know quite a few regular listeners, and it, it is appreciated. I'm, thank you everybody for uh, making this happen for a second year somehow. So, and I'm is, sorry we didn't make any gay jokes this time. Eh, maybe next time. I did. I'm highly, pretty sure there's a gay joke somewhere in this podcast. It seems like something that would have happened. Belating giant elephant dong. Uh, there well, we, there we you all, go. We all found out we're super gay after uh, the pale chick wasn't a chick. So. Oh, yeah. I didn't even... Ooh, the Iron Bull oh, bangs a room to death. Yeah, yeah. we didn't talk about that, but that's okay. That, we that, can... That's not a joke, my son. The Halo beta is not over. That's a beautiful moment. That romance was real. Okay, God, I'm ending this. <laughs> Thank God you. bless the USA. If, if you haven't <laughs> already... The Iron Bull and I are forever, okay? Go follow us at the forever. Enemy Slime... And uh, oh god! Don't worry about it, boss. I'm just pushing the button now. Thank you guys for, thank you guys for a year. Watch the interview or else the terrorists win. I'm not gonna say it's a wonderful year, but thank you for a year. Oh. Oh no.